before Google, social media, or IMDb, there were guys behind the counter. They were your window to all things movie, what just came out, and what is and what is not worth your time. Stay tuned as we discuss this week's staff pick, VHS finds, and anything else that may pop up. Welcome to the Behind the Counter. We are the guys behind the counter. I'm Kev with Pizza Planet Video. And I'm Kev from Tape Town Video. How you doing today, brother? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm excited about yeah. this show. I'm pretty pumped. This this is, was the hardest list to make by far. Yeah. I feel like it was almost harder than the Halloween list. Oh, for sure. For me a little bit. Definitely. It's a it's a good one. I'm glad we're like we're we're switching it up a little bit. We're diving into some newer movies. It's I think was Jurassic World our last one that we did. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. So that was like the last newish movie that we've dove into. Yeah. So it's it's fun, man. We're shaking it up. And we're going through our favorite top ten MCU movies in order. Yeah, and this was brutal. This was so hard. Like. It, it, it was not debates with my wife, but like I was bouncing up ideas with my wife. Like, what do you think of this list? And she's like, I mean, do you really like that movie? And I was like, no. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but like I judge movies on how many times I would watch them. Right. So exactly. like if I would watch this movie more than once and probably binge it, it got higher in the list. So that kind of thing. Yep. I feel, that. <sighs> I feel like this list is going to get torn apart by our listeners. No. I mean, if they're solid, they're solid movies, man. Like that's the thing about Marvel is I feel like they really, they balance just everything that you could really want in a movie. So Yeah, I, I would say so. I mean, I've never been let down, yeah. by, but except for a couple, and we'll talk about those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so do, do we want to do the, um, not the rules, but kind of like the stipulations of the list that you yeah. decided beforehand? So, yeah, I think you should, because I messed it up, and then you explained to me what we were doing. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I, it was probably well, my fault. I probably didn't explain as well, well we, that we were doing just MCU and we weren't doing like Marvel properties owned by other studios. We were, we were just doing simply movies that started Iron Man and go up to Infinity War as of right now. You know, just the yeah, the connected universe. Yeah, and it's it's funny because even I feel like some of the ones that you talked to me about a little bit there's a chance that they're going to show up in the Marvel connected universe, but they just haven't yet because of like right. dumb f- legal shit, you know, stupid rules. Yeah. So as, as like, as far as I understood a while back, Marvel was having some money problems, like the actual like comic company. So they sold off a lot of their movie rights to individual movie studios. So like, you know, Spider-Man went to Columbia and Sony, and then X-Men went to 20th Century Fox, and Deadpool went to 20th Century Fox. And so all these, like, heroes got scattered all throughout Hollywood, basically. And so when you think about actually putting the MCU together, it is, like, it's actually insane that it happened, you know? Because they had to wait for these other movie studios that had the rights to these guys for it to expire so that they could buy it back so that they could bring it into what they were trying to like actually connect and build for what they, what they have now. So, I mean, we all know the original, well, not the original, but the 20 that we're talking about, but right. I wanted to blend kind of it all. Yeah. And we could, we could totally do that, man. At some point. So I think some point we should just do the whole list, just go 
fucking balls crazy and yeah we could just if we if we really want to take it up a notch we could just go top 10 superhero movies of all time (sighs) that'll make me throw up that's That's too much that's that's too much stress (laughs) holy hell yeah i mean i think what we're gonna have to do is start breaking it down like the next one be like top 10 or like the top x-men movie and then we'll do the top you know, Hulk and then that kind of stuff. Yeah. Dude, I say let's just jump into it. Yeah. So, yeah, we don't really have a lot of tape talk kind of this week. Um, so, but normally when we do these list episodes, we got enough material to keep you guys entertained without, <laughs> without talking tapes. So, yeah, let's jump right into it, man. Do you want to start first? No, I want to hear yours. Let's do you, you first. I'm mind? excited. Uh-huh. I'm excited about your list. Oh, man. Okay. So, we're going to go back and forth like we did last time. Yeah, I think so. So what is your number 10? Okay, so this is one that I, I love it. I, I probably should have put it up more on the list um, because it was what started it all. It was like the original MCU Kickstarter, and that was Iron Man, the original Iron Man in 2008. Um, I, just, I think it's, just a, it's a fantastic movie, man. Um, Robert Downey Jr.'s first shot at Tony Stark. I feel like this is the first movie you really see John Favreau, like what he can do directing. Um, Cause I mean, previous to that, he did like, he did like elf, you know, which was like, is nothing big, but you could see those comedic tones that he brought into Iron Man and made it like balance that comedy, balance that action. It was just, Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, they, they made like a hero that if you, you know, 12 years ago, walked up to a little kid and said Iron Man, they'd be like, oh, yeah, he's a superhero, right? But it was like you didn't fully – you didn't know that his name was Tony Stark the way that you knew, like, Bruce Wayne was Batman, you know? Like, this movie put Iron Man on the map and, like, recognized him as, like, a full-fledged, kick-ass superhero. Oh, for sure. This movie is definitely higher on my list than it is on yours. Nice. I mean, and I can go on and on, but – I. Iron Man for me was like really what rejuvenated my love for the Marvel universe. Nice. Right. I'm a, I'm a kid that grew up collecting comics. I've got too many fucking comics and I kind of weaned off of it because they, a lot of the, a lot of it was getting weak. So I was just like, I'm good. Right. But this like rejuvenated it. It made me get back into it. I mean, I think Iron Man, I mean, I've told you this, it proved that Robert Downey Jr. could do more than hookers and blow. I mean, it really did. (laughs) Yeah. Uh Yeah. And, I just like you were saying about the directing. I really like the the comedic tones in movies. Like, yep, totally. I don't want it to be an outright comedy, but I like to laugh during some suspenseful scenes. Yeah, and I think that that movie really brings it out. But yeah, no, I think that's a strong number ten on your list. Yeah, sure. I mean, I figured it like it kicks it off strong. Um, I mean, honestly, maybe it should have beat some of the other ones that I have on here, but that, that's what I felt in my gut, so I went with it. What about you, man? So number 10 for me, it was hard because I was like, do I want to put this at 10? It, it almost didn't make the list. I, I'm, again, this is, a, this is a work in progress, but mine was Thor. Okay, nice. So, so Thor for me wasn't like – and the whole Thor, all of the Thors, I'm not like, yes, these are amazing. But the, of all the Thor movies in the MCU, Thor, the original, was by far the best. Okay, okay. Um, I know we disagree on that. I, I'm a big Ragnarok fan. That's the only reason. Thor 2, I think we could both agree, was a – not. I, I hate to call it filler, but I feel like it was filler. Um, it, went, it went too dark. 
number yeah. two. Yeah. And so then I think they tried to, because they were like, oh, Thor is supposed to be more hardcore and less goofy than he was. You know, he was getting tased in Thor and, yeah. you know, he was that kind of stuff. But like in right. number two, they're like, we got to make it dark and more sinister. And it went too fucking dark. And then in three, they're like, well, we got to lighten it back up again. Yeah. And it was too campy for me. They were, it was just like every other sentence was a joke, was a line. And you're just like, okay, I get it. This is not good. I, I didn't even like Thor Ragnarok didn't even make my list. Bro. Oh man, I'm surprised. I'm surprised. But hey, that's that's cool, man. That's it cool. did make when I was making the list. It made one list inside the top ten, and that the list was the the hell no list. So Thor Ragnarok. Oh, okay. Yeah, dude. Not a f- my wife and I watched it, and I was just like, this is awful. And I know I'm probably going to get death threats now from people, but it was just, it was it wasn't my cup of tea, and that's. Cool, man. It's okay. That's okay. Cool. Yeah. But yeah, Thor, it, it just squeaked onto my list at number yeah. 10. I love the first Thor movie, man. I feel like that was our first, like, because you're like, you got modern day with Iron Man. You got like, you're kind of seeing the 40s with Captain America. You know, they had the, the Hulk movie with Edward Norton. That was set in modern day. And then all of a sudden it was like, you got transported to fucking Asgard. And it's just like, it's a totally different, like, literally realm and it was such a gamble to try and like ground people in this whole other world and invest them into something like that you know i I love it man i thought it was very ambitious early on for them to like to do thor the way they did yeah i agree and you know chris helmsworth is a great thor yeah um and then natalie portman was in this movie and i thought her performance was great she was funny i mean the jokes the i mean It was just it was an enjoyable movie. I've seen it multiple times, but again, it just squeaked on at number ten. All right, cool. now I'm I'm dying. I want to know the rest of yours. What's number nine for ah, you, bro? So, okay, so for me, number nine, kind of like what I was uh, saying about the first store, is I really like what they did with my number nine, and is it it opened up uh, another superhero realm, and that was Doctor Strange. I love Doctor Strange. I've always like. Growing up playing, like, a lot of the Marvel video games and stuff, if Doctor Strange was an option, I would always pick to fight with Doctor Strange because he was just so cool, and he was, like, just such a different character. And, like, growing up reading a lot of the comics, I was like, man, I don't know what it would look like to do a Doctor Strange movie. Like, that would be literally really strange. But, man, they did it so good. Like, they brought in the whole, like, mysticism of his character and... um. Like, even, I mean, the villain wasn't, like, the greatest villain in the MCU, but he was, like, he was powerful enough that you were really, like, you were super into it. And, man, I'm just, you'll find with my list, I'm a sucker for origin stories. I really like when origin stories are done, like, super well. And, I mean, Cumberbatch, you know, I remember he was rumored, like, two or three years before they actually even, like, put the movie out. So it was, like, this rumor of, like, who are we going to get? And... Dude, he was like everybody's first like pick, and they got him. It wasn't even like, oh no, maybe it'll be somebody else. It was just like, nope, we don't want anybody else but Cumberbatch for Doctor Strange. So, I mean, I think he, I think he made the movie. Yeah, for sure. I think it was done, but just so well. And it, I mean, I'm I'm like you, an origin story. It has to be done well. Like if you do an origin story and it's just half-assed because you want to get like everything in, right? Yeah. 
it just kills the character. So you're, you're, you're dead at the start, but no, I think they did just enough. Yep. And to, to basically build him into the MCU. Universe. Yeah. I think it was done really well. So yeah. yeah. Doctor Strange, that's a strong choice. Yeah, absolutely. And one other cool thing I feel like is by the time Doctor Strange came along, because I mean, you know, that was, that was what phase, was that phase two or late phase three? One, one of the later ones where it was like, they had already built something big. You can now like tell stories of these characters in other characters movies like chunks of their plot can be told like the way that they did hulk in um thor ragnarok where it's just like you learn so much about the hulk by watching a thor movie i feel like they've done that a lot with doctor strange where yeah for sure his story has been told a lot even in infinity war and stuff and i just i like that man i think that's cool i just like how in the marvel universe in general they they build each other's characters off of other movies but like you know like the fun stuff like in the credits where you see like yeah. captain america's shield or you'll see doctor strange's cape or yeah. you know that kind of stuff i think that was really well done because that can get a little old yeah. you know everyone's like oh it's they're gonna do another one but no i think they do it in a way that's it's it's classy they're showing a, they're showing a little shoulder but not too much to be like ooh, that's a right. floozy you know what i'm saying like yeah i don't know yeah i hear you man all right so number nine was doc strange for you okay this one, my number nine, I wasn't sure if I wanted to put it here or a little higher, but then I put it higher and it got bumped down by a couple other things. But my number nine is Captain America Civil War. Okay. For me, I don't know. This movie was awesome because it put a lot of characters into the movie. It tied yeah. a lot of characters together. Um, I kind of liked from the storyline of like actually holding – characters accountable for their actions right it, it proved right. that they're 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 human-like right they have responsibilities and they have rules that hold you know that holds them to society right so i really liked how they did that but also i like the fact that i always like to see other characters from other movies in other movies does that make sense absolutely man absolutely. and so when they did civil war i really liked how they drew all these characters in and then yeah. pit them pent them against each other i mean i was a big fan of the civil war when they you could kind of tell Marvel needed to do a revamp. So they needed to kill off some people. And then and this is in the comic. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah they, sure. they, they had to kill off some people because they had too many storylines going. And yeah. so I really liked kind of what they did here. Yeah. So for me, did number you, nine, did you find it was like, that it compared well to the comics, like to the, the graphic novel, the civil war. Yeah. Pretty, pretty good. Yeah. You know, um, Captain America. I don't know. I'm just so growing up. Here's a little backstory in my Marvel world. Growing yeah. up, I was I'm a Spider-Man guy. I've got a couple hundred Spider-Man comics. Yeah. Right. But my brother was Captain America. Okay. All right. So I'm, and then when my brother my brother quit collecting comics, he he got too cool for that, which is fine. And this is my younger brother. Yeah. So I I inherited all the Captain America. I was just like, well, I'm going to take all these. So nice. I kind of got a soft spot for Captain America, and I think that it's just done. I mean, Chris Evans is fucking badass. He's great, man. And yeah. so, like, I don't know. I feel like he really did this character well. Um, yeah. Again, because with all these movies, when they're coming out, you're like, please don't destroy my childhood memories. Like, yeah. Yeah. You could severely fuck this up. But no, I think it was well done. I mean, I just really liked it. Yeah. That's and I know I'm liking it so much, and it's at number nine, but geez, this – out of the 20 this list of 20 was stacked and it was so fucking hard to like yeah i would say there was maybe 
five that I wouldn't consider putting in a top ten. So that means there's like five floaters that you're just like, they're just hanging there, you know, and you're like, oh, like you got a list of ten that you have full and five extra movies that you want to slide in somewhere. And you're just like, fuck, I don't I don't know what's got to come off and what goes on. So I hear you, cu- if you had to choose just like, nope, wouldn't make a list at all. What would be your just knows? Uh, I would say um, Iron Man 2. I wasn't a big fan of Iron Man 2. I would agree with you on that. Yeah, it I mean, like dude, if you really think about it, the this the beginning of the Marvel universe had a bit of a rough start. You had the Hulk, which I also wouldn't put in a top 10 with Edward Norton. Any of the Hulks have struggled. They're just yeah. it's so it's it's he he's got a great story, but like they just yeah. haven't done it well yet. He doesn't really have I mean Maybe he does, and I just don't really super know of him. But I don't know any strong villains that you're like, you go into a movie excited to see him fight this guy. Like, you know he's going to fight big, hulking dudes just like him. But as far as, like, super villains, I don't know, man. I feel like Hulk is just kind of missing that aspect of his of his comic book story. Well, a lot of Hulk villains are from his home planet. But right. also... Hulk is in himself his own. Yeah, is, it's his, his, he's his own villain. Exactly, which is hard to portray on film. That's it like really, that's hard to people, that's hard to like wrap your head around. People did not understand that. Yeah. They're like, I don't, I don't get it. So, yeah. All right, so that definitely for me it would be Ragnarok, uh, Thor: Dark World. Yeah, and for sure the Hulk. I mean, those three right there would yeah. just wouldn't even wouldn't even make the the consideration even for a runners up list. Right. Um. Yeah. So yeah. So I guess we would agree on that. Yeah, I feel you, man. I mean, it's, yeah, I feel like it's almost universal with Marvel fans. Like, you know, the ones that it's like, we're glad they exist, but we're (laughs) not super excited to watch them again, like all the time, you know, for sure. Yeah. Uh, For my number eight, I went with one that we actually, we talk about, we've talked about this quite a bit lately. Um, We both really enjoyed the second one that just came out recently. Um, but I put the first movie as my number eight, and that's Ant-Man. I no love shit. Ant-Man. Uh, so different from anything. Well, okay, maybe Guardians and Ant-Man, I guess, have a, have a similar feel. I was going to say different than anything else, but um, the, the comedic tone mixed with like almost like a heist movie. Man, it was just great. And Paul Rudd, dude, perfect. Perfect as a superhero. He's so great. Agreed. And I agree with you so much. Ant-Man is my number eight. Is it? Oh, cool. All right. Nice. So, nice, yeah. I, I just, again, superheroes with comedic undertones. It yeah. makes you laugh, but you're also intrigued in the story. Yep. It was an origin story done really well. Um, he's an underrated superhero, which makes me excited because I'm an underdog rooter always. I feel you. Yeah. Um, I just think that the suit was done well. I think the story was done well. It was an accurate portrayal of Ant-Man from the yep. comics. I mean, I think it was just done all around awesomely. Yep. And, and I love that they didn't do Hank Pym, but Hank Pym is still, he's in there. You know, like he's older. He's got like this like uh, mentor kind of deal, you know, because yep. like it, it, Hank Pym was in the original Avengers and they switched things up and they added like a newer Ant-Man to be a part of the MCU. And I just, dude, I think it's perfect, man. I love it. I love I, what they're doing. And Ant-Man and the Wasp, that was a good one too. It was. It didn't make my top 10 because, again, there's so many. A lot of the seconds didn't make my top 10. 
But no, I watched Ant-Man and Wasp for, for the first time, what, three days ago? Yeah. Again, it came out when my son was born, so I haven't seen a lot of movies since my son was born. But yeah. it was really good. Yeah, it was, man. It was solid. And I love the quantum realm, and I think that is a huge key for like what's coming after Infinity War. I think, this is just my theory, and I may totally be wrong, I bet you the Fantastic Four are trapped inside the quantum realm somewhere. Like, they got into a cosmic fight with, like, Doctor Doom, and they ended up, like, putting themselves into, like, an other, like, realm to keep this guy at bay. And, like, that's how they're going to bring them into the, into the MCUs. Like, they're going to find them in the quantum realm or something. Dude, Fantastic Four was, is another storyline that has yeah. just never been done well. Yeah, exactly. It's, it was, they're great. It's a great comic book line. It's a great yeah. story, but just they have not portrayed it well on screen. At all. Yeah. I mean, like, dude, they haven't even brought, like, their son into it. No. It's, their son is, like, the most powerful. And, like, dude, he is, like, the fifth untalked about part of the Fantastic Four. And, you know, which I'm actually really glad they didn't explore that in the other movies. Because I feel like it leaves the door wide open for Marvel to take that opportunity and do more of a family story with them. You right. know? Yeah. I would, I would hope that the MCU would bring in Fantastic Four, which I th- we, we talked about. We think they yeah. are. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. All right, man. So we've already talked about both of our number eights. Why don't you jump yeah. into your number seven? So my number seven, um, this, this for me is something that like, I mean, dude, when I would go see superhero movies as a kid, seeing one superhero on screen was like the craziest fucking deal. You know, like uh-huh. uh, the idea that, you could have Iron Man, the Hulk, Thor, and Captain America, and Nick Fury all fighting on screen with Hawkeye and Black Widow at the same time blew my fucking mind. Uh, so my number seven is the original Avengers movie. Just, just the first one. I, I, I feel like a lot of Marvel fans, because they've upped the game, don't appreciate the original Avengers movie quite as much as how good it is because we're so used to seeing like civil war i mean had like i don't know what 10 more characters in there and the same amount of fighting you know so i feel like it kind of gets brushed under the carpet a little bit but man it is it is the original josh whedon just did amazing um like dude it's it's great uh it's your first time is that the first time you see thanos i think it is yeah yeah, I think that is like I was thinking if it was that or Guardians, but Guardians totally did come after that. So yeah, that's the first time you see Thanos. Um yeah, I mean that's the first time you see the Hulk as Mark Ruffalo. Like it's great, man. Who is a good Hulk? Yeah, he's a great Hulk. I I like him as Bruce yeah, I think he's a good Hulk. Yeah, me too. No, I think Avengers is a solid choice. Um my number seven actually is in the Avengers world, it's Avengers Infinity War. Oh, okay. I know that's high up on your list. It, I mean, no, dude. I, I, yeah. Dude, Avengers Infinity War was so intense. <laughs> it was. It was intense. I mean, I mean, like, I had to go watch a Disney movie just to, like, relax so I could go to sleep. But <laughs> yeah, I agree. I feel like the Avengers, until Infinity War, had taken a backseat to kind of all the other Marvels. Okay. You know, because like everyone's like, well, we've got, you know, the Civil War brought so many other people in and then you started adding the newer characters. So, yeah, I would agree with that. But 
Yeah. Yeah. I think Infinity War, Infinity War for me would have been a little higher if they'd done a little bit more in the movie. Okay. Ex- explained a little bit more of what was going on. Um, okay. I know that the reason I know the reason they held it back was because they're building something, right? Yeah. I I I understand that they're going to do another one, but yeah. like you mean like the whole Doctor Strange vision into the future kind of thing? Yeah, I kind of wanted to know just just a little, give me a little bit more, right? You know, because like it was like this gigantic thing, and then at the end, like everyone vanished, right? You know okay. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. okay. But I like the fact that they alluded to Captain Marvel. Yeah. Which is just going to be baller. Yeah. Um, but no, I think, I think at, at seven Avengers and Avengers Infinity War, that's a good placement for those two movies. Cool, man. Cool. I like it. Yeah. So what like would be so. your number six? So number six for me is another origin story. And it's, it's the same kind of deal as what I was saying before with Dr. Strange and Thor. It was, it was taking, uh, like the Marvel comics of something that is so different than what you normally are seeing and portraying it on film in such a brilliant way. And that was Black Panther. I, I loved Black Panther, man. Um, I loved the, the, the actor that plays him, dude. I love like Michael B. Jordan was, dude, he's an amazing villain. Probably one of the best villains uh, in the MCU. Um, the guy was conflicted, like, yeah, it was just great, man. The directing and the tone for that movie was amazing. I really loved, like, how they took time to think about Wakanda and, like, like, because, I mean, I think they, like, they hint about Wakanda in, like, Iron Man 2. I guess, well, well when he gets his, like, doesn't he get a new shield or something from Tony or something like that? Like, way early on. And they, like, they talk about Wakanda. So it's, like, I mean, Black Panther was, like, almost eight or nine years in the in painting before it actually showed up, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I think I, I mean, I really liked black Panther. I think black Panther as a, as a character, as yeah. a movie, as almost as a voice. Um, yeah. Is, is it, it was well done again. They had to make it, they couldn't, I don't want to say they couldn't half ass it, but they would you could like, yeah. yeah. I mean, th- this character, although in the Marvel universe, is not a huge character. Yeah had to be well done. And yeah. I, th- I think it was well done. Um, Absolutely. I mean, that to me, that's like, man, that's the fucking like prelude to Infinity War. Because like Infinity War is so dependent on Wakanda and what's happening in that country when with T'Challa and stuff that if you don't have as good groundwork for Black Panther, what they were setting up for 10 years to play out in Infinity War just wouldn't be what it was. So I think I have a very strong appreciation for, for that. Plus I really like the, just the whole, the tribe like aspect of it. And I love his relationship like with his father and that he's able to like communicate with them and just, man, just everything that they did with that movie. Uh, I, I went in, I don't want to say I lowered my expectations just in case it wasn't as good as some of the others, but man, I walked out and I was just like, dude, that's one of the best. Like they, they did a really good job with that one. Wholeheartedly would agree with that. Yes. Um, so my number six is one we've already talked about. Um, it's Doc Strange. So that, okay. was your, that was your number nine. My number six. 
I just really, really enjoyed this movie. I've watched it. Yeah. It's, this is one I can definitely, in the Marvel Universe, I can binge this one multiple times. Right. And, and never get bored because there's just, I mean, the cinematography, the, the you know, the, the CGI is amazing. The, the, the story is well done. I mean, I just liked all the realms and the yeah. kind of the magic of this character. Yeah. And I just think that it was done so well. Like every time you watch it, you see something new or you get yeah. a glimpse of something new or I don't know. It, I just I thought it was really, really well done. So for me, yeah. number six had to be Doctor Strange. That's cool, man. It's solid movie. I'm actually glad that you put it up a little further because it was hard. I, that was one of the ones I went back and forth and I was like, should it be up more? Should it not be? So that's cool, man. I think that's a good place for it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right, dude. Top five now. So what is your number five, bro? Okay. So for me, um, top five. So my favorite superhero of all time, like you, is Spider-Man. Well, I don't know about all time, but at least for Marvel, Spider-Man. Um, and I love Tom Holland as Spider-Man. I think it's kind of a different direction. Like, obviously, I love Tobey Maguire. I enjoy Andrew uh, Garfield's portrayal. But Tom Holland just brings something totally new. I feel like he is actually like young enough to feel like he's in high school where the other two actors were clearly in their twenties. Tobey Maguire was like 28 or something playing like a freshman. So it was like, yeah, I, I feel what you're doing. And I, I, yeah. But the way that they did Tom Holland in Spider-Man homecoming was awesome. Michael Keaton was great. Uh, I fucking love the vulture. Like, I think what about well, about Spider-Man, what I love is I think he has the greatest villain lineup in the entire, like, all of comics, man. Spider-Man and Batman have the villains that just, they keep coming. And so I was really excited to see Vulture put on screen. Oh, yeah. Um, and I'm excited for what comes next, man. Um, Far From Home sounds like it's going to be really cool. And uh, the twist, dude, the twist where... He was uh, the girl's dad. That was pretty sick. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, Spider-Man is one of those Marvel characters that it is so interesting. Like, everyone knows that Spider-Man is a Marvel character, right? But it's one of those characters that they just haven't got right yet. Right. I mean, they haven't portrayed any of their villains really well. Right? Doc Ock was fine. The, yeah. Um, Green Goblin was okay. Venom yeah. in the original was horrible. Terrible, man. I feel like what Topher Grace hasn't worked since. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it was not a good villain. Like you're just like villain supposed to be this gigantic, angry person. Yeah. And it was this skinny, pissed off photographer. You're like, that's not how that's supposed to work. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, I, I'm I'm glad that they got Spider Man. I feel they got it right. I feel like they did too. Yeah. Did you, have you seen the new Venom? No, I didn't. Um, Man, I don't know what to think of that. I've, I've, I've just seen reviews and it's, it's so back and forth. I haven't, I haven't seen it yet, but I like that they kind of tried to branch away from Eddie Brock being in New York. It was like, well, obviously Spider-Man's not going to be in this. So we have to make it (laughs) as different as we possibly could. So he's in San Fran and it comes from a totally different, part of eddie brock's life which i feel like is probably a good idea for that movie but uh, yeah and i like the fact that they they did a villain movie yeah yeah totally man so yeah i look forward to eventually seeing it 
yeah. I've got to wait till a lot of things come to video so I can watch it at the house so I can pause it when my <laughs> son's running around and breaking things. My number five is Captain America. The first one? The first one. The very first okay. one. I mean, it was just so – it was just well done. It was. It was good. It was, it was, it was one that you could binge watch. I, I like it for many reasons. I like all the spinoffs. Like, I like the TV show Agent Carter. Yeah. I wish it had gone longer. Um, but I, I liked the, the, the period. I, I think they did really well with the time period and yeah. um, seeing Tony Stark's dad. And, yeah. you know, like, I just think it was just – and Hydra and the Red yep. Skull. Again, I think Red Skull is an amazing villain. So, for me, Captain America yeah. had to be in my top five. So we're we're now into the we're into the the seriousness now we're in the no bullshit categories now in yep. the top five yeah so what is, what is your number four so number four which you you weren't a fan of but I went with Thor Ragnarok I loved loved this movie um, dude I thought it it was just I love actually loved the comedy in this movie um, and dude the fight scenes were amazing like I loved. Uh, just I love the villains. I I loved having like seeing Hulk and like kind of like finding out where Hulk's been, and the whole like Planet Hulk storyline mixed in with Jeff Goldblum and like Thor having to fight Hulk and then come back and like try and save Asgard. It was just, dude, I loved it, man. I thought it was a great setup for Infinity War. Yeah. Like. I guess what what killed it for me was the amount of comedy. Okay, I felt like you. For me, it was like they were trying too hard to make this one funny. Okay, when they they could have done like fifty percent less jokes, and it still would have been still would have lightened the mood, and it was told the story of Hulk. It would have told the story of saving Asgard. Like it would have done all the things you wanted it to do. Yeah, but you didn't need a joke every other line. Yeah. I for me, it, I felt like it was cheapening the character of Thor. Yeah, so that's where I went. But no, I think I think all the reasons you listed are a great reason to have this in your top yeah. five. I think I almost love the fact that it's so funny because in the first Thor movie, he's not funny at all. So to me, all the jokes were almost like, "This is where he's come as a person," like on top of trying to deal with like his dad dying and losing his hammer and like all these like shitty things and all these like crazy adventures that he's had on earth have kind of brought him to this place of just kind of like being a funny guy almost. I don't know. That was kind of how I looked at it for him at least. I didn't look at it that way. So what I might do now is I'm going to, I'm going to watch it again and I'm going to give it a second shot because you convinced me with such (laughs) an appealing argument. (laughs) I, I I don't know, dude. I I love it, man. That was one I was skeptical about because Thor two wasn't as good. And I, Thor two, I'm sorry, will just always be bad. Yeah, I mean, I feel like honestly, it's in there because they the ether ended up being one of the stones. So they needed they needed another movie to convey how Thanos was going to get one of the stones into the gauntlet and and stuff like that. And they, I don't know. I feel like they had Natalie Portman probably contracted for two movies so it was like well we have to fucking get our money out of natalie portman you know so it was like, i just feel like there was all these surrounding things that were just like well we got to do another thor movie what are we gonna do but i for me thor 3 was whoa, it was just such a 
such a redemption kind of kind of deal for that uh, trilogy. All right, all right, yeah, all right. Yeah. I'll, I'll watch it again. I'll give it a shot. <laughs> um, my number four is something we've already talked about, and that was Black Panther. Cool, nice. I don't know. I, I just it was we've talked about. It, it was just so well done. I think the character was well developed. I liked how it played into the other storylines. I don't. It was just an enjoyable watch. We yeah. rented it. I watched it three times before I returned it. I That's just cool. watched it over and over again. My top five for yeah. sure, and. I don't know because I haven't really looked into it. I would hope they would do a second Black Panther. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they are. I think even uh, Killmonger is going to come back. I'm pretty Which, sure there's a way that they can bring him back from the dead or something. And yeah, there's not much that they can't do in that world with all the scientific data. Like they just they had some Very cool true. ass weapons that yeah. I just like the fact that like rhinos would come out of nowhere and fuck people up, but then they'd have lasers. And I was just like, yep, that's awesome. Yep. I love that he just like killed Claw. He was just like like you think Claw's gonna be this big like baddie in this movie and Killmonger's just just offs him basically to bring him to Wakanda. It was like, oh man, that's nuts. Yeah. yeah. Too much. It was it but it, like it was just so good. Yeah, it was great. All right, so we're in the top three now. We're 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 into the thick of it now. We this are. is where I struggled the most. I was like, good God. Okay. And truth be told, I had a movie that wasn't even in the top in the twenty that we were talking about in my top three. I had Deadpool as my number one. Right. And I took it off because I wasn't following the rules. <laughs> but I mean he may be in there one day. One He's day not in there now. But God, is that just an amazing movie? He says he's self-aware. He knows he's a comic book character. He knows he's a superhero. Like you know what I'm saying? Like he knows yeah. these things, and so, yeah. so he makes fun of it. But yep. so, what is your number three? So my number three is one that you already we kind of already talked about, um, and this it's what wrapped up Captain America's awesome trilogy, and that was Civil War. Um, I I loved Civil War. I felt like it was super true to the graphic novel, kind of like what we were saying before. Um, I don't know, man. I just, I love the relationship between Bucky and Steve and where it goes. And like, man, I, I, it almost feels like civil war could have been an Avengers movie. You know what I mean? Like it could have easily, they could have held off on a civil war storyline and put it as an Avengers movie, but it was like, nah, fuck that. Like we're gonna, we're gonna put as many cool graphic novel, like major storylines as we can into these guys' movies. And when I heard, like, Captain a Captain America movie was going to have the Civil War storyline, I was like, they have to do this well because it is an amazing graphic novel. And I feel like they did. Um, like, the fight scene was, like, it was friendly but not friendly at the same time. And it was, like, these guys standing on two opposite sides of the fence with their own opinions. And it, it's just, it's really cool because I feel like there's certain movies that change the MCU kind of forever in the direction that it goes. Mm -hmm. And civil war is absolutely one of them, whether it be, you're talking about them like introducing Spider-Man and introducing black Panther in the same movie. Those two characters are going to be tent poles kind of for whatever happens after infinity war. Uh, and then you get, you get to see Ant-Man go big for the first time. That was fucking awesome. Like, 
Yeah, I don't know, man. It, it's a it's a great movie. I feel like the writing's great. The Rousseau brothers that ended up going on to direct Infinity War. This was like their warm up for how to how to actually handle that much screen time between this many characters, and yeah, it wrapped up Captain America's amazing trilogy, which Winter Soldier was awesome. And so it was like, well, how could they do any better than that? And I, I feel like they did. No, I agree with everything you're saying. Yeah. I mean, that <laughs> from because I put what I put it at number nine. Yeah. And I, I was, I wanted to put it a little higher, but for me, I had other movies that really were important to me and that I watched a lot more. So I was like, wow, well, right, I guess that's going to get bumped down. And again, yeah. this this list could grow, it could change, it could evolve. Yeah. So. So no, I think uh, Civil War is the number three. That's a pretty solid, solid number three. So my number three, I went with something that we've already talked about. Uh, it was actually lower, way lower on your list, um, and that's Iron Man. Iron Man okay. for me, like we talked about earlier, really got me revamped into the Marvel universe. Um, yeah. I've been this. This is a movie like if I'm like tired and. I'm, I just want something that's comforting to watch. I just watch Iron Man. Like it's just like it's like a good pair of slippers. It's just like yeah. a good movie you can relax yeah. and enjoy and still laugh at. I mean, yeah. I mean, the scenes when he's creating the suit and the other robots are like blasting him and not helpful and yeah. Tony Stark's just like attitude and the humor in this movie. It just it it's just a killer one for me. So I put I put Iron Man as my number three. Yeah. I feel like Jeff Bridges doesn't really get enough credit as a villain. Like he was a he was a great villain in this movie. Yes, he was. He was awesome. So, all right, number two. Number two. So, this is like this was hard trying to figure out number one and number two. But I put my number two as my number two. Um, it's just it, oh, dude, it's it's what they've been building for. It was absolutely amazing. I feel like it didn't let me down in any way. And it got me so excited for what, like, the future holds with the MCU, which is what I think it's all about. Uh, And that's Infinity War, bro. Like, I mean, it's literally taken them 10 years of, of, like, painstaking, hiding Easter eggs, hinting at stuff. Like, keeping a giant net of story together over 10 years and 20 films to put out this movie. And not only do that, but do it well and balance, I don't even know what, 20 20 different, probably more than that. Like, man, 20, 30 different characters and make sure everybody gets enough screen time. Make sure nobody kind of gets left out or forgotten. Like, everybody gets their own fucking moment in this movie. Um, Thanos is everything that I feel like I wanted when they first started talking about him, I was like, it wasn't just kind of like he shows up and it's like kind of lame. Like, man, he really was like this conflicted villain that you hated, but you like, man, you just, you wanted to see them fight. And dude, it was, it was just so freaking good. Directing was great. Um, Yeah. I mean, I feel like, just the achievement of what they did alone is one of the coolest things in movie history. Like, I think, you know, when I have like kids one day, they're going to be like, wait, so you're telling me you got to see every single one of like the original Marvel movies come out like in, in theaters. I'm going to be like, yeah, like 
just like what it was for movie what in movie history is pretty fucking crazy. Yeah, I think, and we talked about this. The way the Easter eggs helped a build the excitement for the the the, the universe, but also to keep it together because it yeah. helped tie it all in. Because you knew what movie you had, like if you were going to go, you know, because these movies came out years after each other. So you're like, yeah, well, I know that I need to go back and rewatch this so I can remember all the small things to help build on this. Yeah. I mean, I watched Infinity War at home. I didn't get to watch it in theaters. But before I watched it, I went back and I made sure that I had seen Black Panther, that I, you know, that I had kind of rewatched a couple movies to really build up the anticipation for Infinity War. Yeah. So, no, I think. I think it's it's an amazing feat what the Marvel Cinematic Universe has done to again, and I can't wait to see where it goes. There's so many characters they could bring into this. I world. know, I know, man. There's so many, like, dude, Captain Marvel. Uh, I really hope that deal with Fox goes down, and they figure out how to what they want to do with the X Men, like what the yeah. X Men version of the MCU is going to be. Fantastic Four, like we were saying. I'd love to see Namor come in, dude. That'd be fucking crazy. Uh, we've talked about a we haven't talked about a very well known character in my world, and that's Howard the Duck. Howard, the, yeah, that's true. He had a he had a cameo. Was it Guardians at the end of Guardians? It, oh, yeah, in the middle of Guardians, but then at the end, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I want them to bring him back and make <laughs> like thirty movies of just Howard the Duck. Yeah, I think Howard the Duck is going to save all the superheroes that were basically incinerated by Thanos. Wouldn't that be awesome? <laughs> Just a cigar, beer-drinking, foul-mouthed duck saves the world. Yeah. That that will make my soul happy. <laughs> that, would be, that would be pretty great, man. That would be awesome. So my number two is – it became my number two. It was almost my number one, but it got bumped down for um, another movie. But my number two is Spider-Man Homecoming. Okay. And we kind of talked about it earlier. The reason it is is because Spider-Man is so ingrained in my – my world like it was the comic book i collected yeah um I, it was so well done i mean it was intriguing to watch it was fun to watch you were like we talked about it really made it feel like it was a high school student and not a old person trying to play a high school student right i mean like it was just i liked how his suit was much more what it should have always been yeah right um i liked how and it was kind of an origin story but not as much yep. as like the original Spider-Man was like, it was an origin story to the point where nothing really actually happened to the rest of the movie. But yep. no, I think Spider-Man homecoming and I look forward to the second one in this. Yeah. And I think I mean, that they kind of hit the nail on the head with Spider-Man and what it should have always been. Yeah. Spider-Man homecoming. I really hope, and I mean, this may be, this may be a little bit far-fetched, but I hope they bring in at least two more of the sinister six into because they they introduced who scorpion was in mm-hmm. in homecoming so you got two i i'm guessing two more are gonna fucking show up in the second one somewhere and i'm hoping his trilogy is gonna end with him fighting the sinister six like that's dude that's all i want is i want to see spider-man face off against the sinister six so bad i would love to see a better venom come into play yeah, I, cool. I would love to see Carnage as well. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to see those two stories, those two characters, come back and be done better. But okay. yeah, the sinister, yeah. the sinister six would be amazing. Um, 
like you, Spider Man has so many villains that are just yeah. awesome. He does. He really does, man. I mean, dude, there's so many they haven't done, like Craven, Mysterio, like, bro. The list it honestly goes on. Even like small ones, like, I mean, Kingpin hasn't even really been done in a movie. Mm-mm. Besides, Dare- I mean, Daredevil tried to somewhat do Kingpin, but you know, there's yeah, there's a lot to do. That's a movie that I would also like to see be redone is daredevil yeah you everyone like the show? Ha- you like the tv I, show i thought the netflix did a really great job with daredevil yeah um so <laughs> there's so many movies i want to see brought into like daredevil i would love to be seen brought into it punisher i mean oh my god it'd be yeah. amazing if they could well, just bring well, these stories guys, in the guys on the show like the marvel uh tv shows the ones on netflix at least they're connected so they're in the True. mcu they just I was surprised it didn't show up, but I guess screen time wise, they probably were like, Man, bringing the defenders in with like all these other guys going on, it probably wouldn't work. They'll probably show up now that you got all these heroes have disappeared. They'll probably mm-hmm. bring in a bunch of the defenders. I mean, because Netflix did great. They did Luke Cage, they did yeah. Iron Fist, they did Daredevil, uh Punisher, yeah. and um Jessica Jones, uh, man. Jessica Jones, which is a very non-well-known yeah. character. Which was amazing. But, and I think, didn't they cancel Luke Cage, unfortunately? I think they did. Um, Which, it was well done. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. All the Netflix originals in the Marvel MCU is is, is, is great. I I really... Yeah, I think they're great. The villain, um, oh man, what's his name? The pur- Purple Man? The, the bad guy from Jessica Jones. I totally, I'm spacing on his name right now. But man, he is one of the best villains in the MCU. Like, he has the ability to, like, literally convince people to do anything. Mm-hmm. He's the, like, dude, some of the shit he does on that show, I was like, yo, he is scarier than half of the villains that they've put in the movies. He convinces some dude to, like, give him both his kidneys after a car accident. It's like, <laughs> dude, it's, like, intense, man. Yeah. Yeah, he was a great villain. I, I But I also like how the MCU blends TV and movie. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So. Yeah, you know they tie they tie the two storylines together. Um, yeah, so which is cool. All right, man, the time has come. Time has come. What is what is your number one? I have an idea. Yeah, but I'm, I'm pretty I'm sure curious we have. As... I think we have the same number one. Can I think we, we, say we do it too. At the same time. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> one, two, three. Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy. Of Check out the rap sheets. Drax, a.k.a. the Destroyer. Since his wife and family were killed, he's been on a rampage across the galaxy in a search for vengeance. Gamora, soldier, assassin, wanted on over a dozen counts of murder. Rocket, wanted on over 50 charges of vehicular theft and escape from lockup. What the hell? Groot, he's been traveling recently as Rocket's personal houseplant slash muscle. Peter Jason Quill. He's also known as Star-Lord. Who calls him that? Himself, mostly. 
He's wanted largely on charges of minor assault, public intoxication, and fraud. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I didn't know how this machine worked. Hey, hey, hey! That's mine! You son of a... Hey! Take those headphones off! Right now! Call themselves the guardians of the galaxy. What a bunch of a-holes. It's just so fucking good. It's the it's it's the best. You can't beat the first one. You can't. Nope. I mean Rocket's hilarious. I mean, they're just they're all so good. They're yep. well done, they're well made. Everyone loves Groot. Yep. He says one word the whole fucking movie, and everyone's like, he's my favorite character. He's yep. so deep. He's so deep and intricate. <laughs> he's a tree that can kill you. I mean, that's to be honest with us, what he yeah, is. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing, just, man. Amazing. It's so good. Yep. The soundtrack's fucking phenomenal. Yep. I'm so sad they fired James Gunn for volume three. I'm, I'm like pissed. Like, it sucks that they let him go, dude. I don't know what Volume 3 is going to look like, um, but apparently it's been put on hold. They were, like, getting, like, they were warming up. I, I don't know where they were at in production, but they pretty much halted it at this point, which fucking sucks. Yeah. Because Volume 2 is good. I really like Volume 2. It took me a few more watches to fully enjoy Volume 2 as much as Volume 1 because Volume 1 is so good. Um, and it's just great. Like, like we were saying before, like we both, we love origin stories and it, I think it's one of the best origin stories ever done is the original guardians of the galaxy movie. Oh yeah. By yeah. far. And I'm, I'm with you, James Gunn. Look, you shouldn't say dumb shit on the internet cause it's right. going to be, gonna be found. I mean, you right. shouldn't say dumb shit in, in general, just don't be an idiot. But at the same time, it was many, 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 many years ago. He's apologized. A lot of the people have like, on, even on the movie, of just like, yo, I, I'm not going to do it yeah. if he's not there because we've developed a rapport. And yeah, yeah I, I think I'm, their only hope, which you might disagree with, but I think their their only hope to really get Volume Three to look anything like One and Two is to have the director from Thor Ragnarok come in because I feel like his style was very similar to yeah, I, James Gunn's. I would I would agree with that for yeah. sure. If I was Marvel and I was Kevin, whatever his name is, Feige, Feige, or whatever, that would be my next move, man, is I would be talking to that guy about coming on to do Volume 3. Oh, for sure. But And I hope it happens soon. I know it's on hold right now. I, yeah. You know, you know who knows what's going to happen with it, but number one was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it just it was so good. Yeah. Um, if Okay, so if – I guess you said Howard the Duck, but – he would he would be your number one hero that you haven't seen yet show up in the MCU. What's your like he, number one that you want to see? I'd love to see Howard the Duck. I'm an old school Howard the Duck fan. I I mean, I just like Howard the Duck. He's an like I said, he is a foul mouth, beer drinking, smoking duck 
blasted out of out of from outer space to save the world. Yeah, that's just fucking amazing. <laughs> Everyone hates this movie. It is so fucking good. Yeah, they should get I George mean, Lucas to come back and direct the the reboot, man. <laughs> it was it was just so good. Um, but I'm curious. I mean, I don't. I mean, who would you want to see? Man, I think I got to go with Fantastic Four. Yeah, there's just so much to work with, man. There's so many storylines. And I feel like they even have, like, Doctor Doom has never been done well. Agreed. Doctor Doom is one of the best (laughs) villains in the Marvel Universe. And, man, they've just kind of dropped the ball every time he showed up. So, I, I don't know, man. I'm excited to see him. Silver Surfer, I mean, they tie into, like, Galactus. They tie into some big other realmly shit. You know, and they're really, I think they'd be a good tent pole if some guys don't come back from the snap or they die fighting Thanos. Like, I think you want to have a good family to center around to, because they don't really have that as much right now. Like, I feel like a good family story would go really far in like the next phase. Agreed, for sure. Yeah. Which I know we talked about, but man, I'm just excited about it. So. so if we, we didn't have the original 20 that we're talking about and you could choose from any Marvel or any superhero movie made. Okay. Kind of what would be your number one? If oh. you had just, this is, this, I'm not going to hold you to it. It's just a top of the head. I got to say Spider-Man two with Sam Raimi directing, uh, and Alfred Molina as Doc Ock, man. I love that, that movie, the 2004 Spider-Man. Oh Yeah. Oh, bro. I feel like that movie is, I, I don't want to say it's like perfect, but it's, it's good. It's like, re, it's really, really good. I actually really liked the portrayal of Doc Ock in that one. I thought they got it as well as they could in 2004 with CGI being what it was. And I like that they kind of had the conflicted Spider-Man. I feel like that was, that was really kind of cool to kind of go after in the second movie. And I love Sam Raimi, man. I think he's a baller director. He should stay away from writing forever. I don't <laughs> think he should ever fucking touch a pen because Spider-Man 3 was horrendous. But uh, Spider-Man 2, man, it was it was great. Yeah. yeah. Those, I would like to have the original three Spider-Man on VHS. I've got one of them. I don't have two. Okay. Three. I'll keep an eye out for you, man. I'll try and find that. So I, I, I'm definitely, I'm a again, a completionist. So I want, I've got some of the marvel stuff on vhs but i'm not sure what is and what is not on vhs so i need to figure that out okay but yeah gotcha. for me number one will be deadpool for forever it's cool. just it's so dirty it's so funny it's it's just funny a fourth wall break inside of a fourth wall break that's like 16 walls <laughs> like, that's yeah. just that's just, just fucking funny yeah I mean, like the, the the lines in that movie like you look like an avocado fucked an uglier avocado but like not a loving fuck like an angry hate yeah. fuck. Like that's that's just funny I don't, yeah i mean i don't give a fuck who you are that's just yeah. funny i like tj miller man tj miller he's pretty funny yeah. yeah like i said this is this list could change i might tweak it again um but for me this is my top 10 and i yeah. think this was a killer top 10 to do i think it was man it was really fun and and the cool thing is like you said it's growing and so man like Dude, there's a lot coming up. I mean, they haven't even brought scrolls into this thing. I'm pretty sure, like, they're going to go towards a secret invasion storyline with Captain Marvel, where there's, like, a secret alien race that's probably even been there all along and you haven't even known it or something, you know? Like, there's some really cool big stuff 
coming up down the line. So I love it, man. I I feel like this was a solid time to even do a top ten before it like keeps on going and it gets even crazier, you know. So for sure, yeah. Who do you? Okay, here's one last question. All right. If somebody is gonna bite the dust and die, one of the main guys, who do you think it's gonna be in the next Avengers movie? Uh, ooh, that's a like tough for one. good. Like, isn't coming back from a snap. He's he's done. So, um, I think it'd be someone like Doctor Strange or Ant Man. I think yeah. it'd be the way the ones that would be killed off. Yeah, could totally I mean, be. So I don't know. Who do you think? I got a suspicion it's going to be Cap. That's what I think. I think Captain America. The reason I even ask, and I'm thinking that, is because uh, the Soul Stone, like, in order to get the gauntlet to work, you got to sacrifice. You got to sacrifice somebody, basically, because that's what happens with Gamora and Thanos. And so, I think if the Avengers get a hold of the gauntlet, somebody's going to have to fucking take the bullet for the soul stone to switch well, that back. If we do it, uh, even on that thought line, I mean, do you think it wouldn't be Tony Stark? Cause Tony Stark has been this like, yeah, I mean, he, he has evolved into this, like, you know, soulful, like I'm trying to help the world. I'm willing to, he, he has this almost like father figure where he's telling other people to stay back and he's going to go do it. Right. It's somewhat self aggrandizing Cause he wants everybody to be like, I'm the, you know, he's the man, but also he just doesn't want to see other people hurt. Yep. I totally agree, man. I think it could be him too. I don't know. I think those those two for me are like the ones that are most likely to step up if there's a sacrifice that needs to be made. And also, Strange purposely held back information from Stark. So you might be onto something where maybe it is Tony. Maybe he knew that Tony sacrificing himself is the only way that things are going to go back. Right. And he didn't want to say that. Didn't want to say it. So, Yeah. Lot to look forward to in the coming movies from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That's right, my man. Guys, as always, we are the guys behind the counter. If you ever have any questions or things you want us to watch, uh, hit us up on Instagram. You can also email us. We'll link all that below. Yep. And uh, remember, guys, hunt hard and rewind often.